Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only and does not replace your own financial, tax, legal, or financial product advice. Righto, people, the world is ending. If you haven't heard, it's all over. Show's over. Nothing to see here. We're going out and we're going out with a bang, a big indexation bang on your help debt. Now, we did a post on Instagram around hex and help debt, which I called help debt because I'm a bit bougie like that, because hex is a bit of an outdated term now and we're all current and cool and young. Do you have help debt? So, HELP Higher Education Loan Program, that basically covers all the type of educational debt that you might owe the government. So, we asked people, do you have HELP debt? 75% of you said yes. 25% said no. So, this is going to help you out. This is for the 75ers out there, 75 percenters. From 1 June every year, the HELP debt indexation occurs. We're going to talk about when you should pay it back, how much you should pay back, how's it all work, is the world really ending, probably, and where to from here. Strap in, kids, we're talking about debt. Rightio, so 1st of June every year, those who have help debt from the government the debt is indexed to keep in line with inflation. So, this is technically an interest-free loan for your education, but then what happens is every 12 months, the government inflate the debt so they can recoup their money. This isn't a chat about inflation, but we do know pretty much at the time of recording this, and it is the 19th of May, we've just had um, the national inflation figures come out which was like 5.1%. Things aren't cheap out there. Things are going up crazy. But it's important to know because our help debt increases each year in line with inflation, it's not going up 5.1% overnight. So, what they basically do is the government, they look at the last two years worth of quarterly consumer price index data from the Australian Bureau of Statistics, the ABS. So, you're not penalized if there is a spike in the quarter just before the indexation. So, it's kind of smoothed out over the last two years worth of CPI data. And if you want to geek out on the actual details of how they do that, you can uh, use Google in your own time, kids. But we're in, the, we're in the classroom now and we're on the teacher's time right now. And we're going to keep moving. So, what does that mean? Well, last year, it was a record low inflation rate on your help debt of 0.6%. The two years before that was 1.8%. It's particularly low and with interest rates, if you've got a mortgage, if you've got debt, we know that we've been at record low interest rates, right? And we know that we've been 
you know, inflation has been under control for a few years prior to this, right? But things are getting pretty wild out there. It's also important to have perspective and to really look at, well, if I've got this debt and if if I've had help debt for the last 10 years, right? If we average out the indexation rate, it really is 1.97%, including the increase that's happening on the 1st of June of 3.9%. So if we look at it face value year on year, 0.6 to 3.9%. Oh my goodness, that's crazy. How do they get away with that? It's murder. That's a big jump. But just need to step back and really understand that, you know, over the last 10 years, we've been in low inflation times. We've been in low interest rate times. So the house isn't quite burning down. But let's look at some examples. And the media, oh, that will scare you because we need a big headline, right? We need to say that inflation's 5.1%. The world's ending. Help debt's increasing 3.9%. Oh my goodness. So let's just, you know, I'm not saying this is good that you have to pay more. I'm just saying this is the world we're living in. So if you had $10,000 worth of help debt, On the 1st of June this year, it would increase at 3.9% to $390, where last year, it was only a $60 increase. Yes, that's significant. Not going to lie. It's significant. But again, step back, have a look over the last 10 years. This is a long-term debt. We need to have a look at the indexation as a long-term averaging. Well, this is how I'm kind of sleeping at night if I had to deal with this. I've I'm fortunate enough not to have any help debt. Let's run through some other examples. 25000 This year, it will inflate $975, where it was $150 last year. $35,000, $1,365. If you had $55,000 of help debt, it would increase on the 1st of June $2,147. There's a post on Instagram. You'll see it there. There's a graph of all these details if you actually want them written out. So I just want to be loud and clear. It's not the inflation rate that you're hearing on the news. It's an algorithm over the last two years worth of quarters that they've smoothed out to not punish people if there has been a spike. So you can work out your own indexation rate. It's just good to know, right? Because while you might not pay extra money down on your help debt, voluntary payments. You might only pay compulsory payments. It's still good just to understand how all this stuff works so you can be in control. You can make the choice that's right for you and your circumstances. So if you want to work out what your indexation rate will be, have your debt. So you could do 35,000, put this in a calculator, times 0.039 then press equals, that will give you $1,365. So just remember, work this out for yourself. Log in, have a look at your debt. 35, all your debt, 10, triple zero, $10,000 times 0.039 and hit the equals on your calculator. That will give you how much your debt will inflate by. I just, I don't want to get into the repayment rate, but we might put a link in the show note to the ATO website, but the indexation rate, it's not the same as your repayment rate. So as your income increases over time, 
you're also required to pay more of your help debt. Now, if, for example, you earned $100,000 and you had to pay X amount percent, I don't have the exact amount in front of me, it might be 5 or 6%, that doesn't impact the amount, sorry, that you have as debt, whether you've got $10,000 of help debt or 300000 of help debt, it doesn't change the actual repayment rate, right? Likewise, if you uh, had no income or a high income, the indexation rate doesn't change. They're, they're very separate. And if you're earning, I think it's under $47,000, uh, and again, we'll put links in the show notes to this so you can actually just open the ATO website and see, you do not have to pay a compulsory repayment that your employer withholds. And we'll get into all this stuff and the, the practicalities of how it works. And we might actually do it after the break because I just want to pick up my book and grab something from there. So we'll have a break and then we'll, we'll talk about the practicalities of how it works. And then we'll talk about, should we pay off our help debt early? If you're after personal financial advice, don't get it from a podcast. If you would like help based on your own personal situation, head over to sortyourmoneyout.com. Click get help and we'd be happy to introduce you to one of our trusted advisors. Our panel of advisors, mortgage brokers and accountants work with clients all over Australia so they can connect with you wherever you are. That's sortyourmoneyout.com and click get help. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Okay, so I touched on voluntary repayment and then I also touched on compulsory payment. You can get the BPAY details from the ATO website and your reference number that's unique to you and you can pay additional payments into your help debt throughout the year, okay? Now, those additional payments out of your bank account, they are not tax deductible to you or you can not worry about chipping in your own money and just have your employer withhold help debt repayments because you've met the threshold and they will automatically apply that for you. But, you know, if you're like, oh, I want to get my debt down before the end of May or before the 1st of June, and that's why I really wanted to get this episode out in the last week, you need to make a voluntary payment via BPAY because the withholding amounts that you might see in your payslip each week, the withholding amounts you might see, um, you know, that your employer are taking out each month or week or whenever you're getting paid, that doesn't get applied until after you submit your tax return. 
and we'll we'll say why soon. So there is technically a bit of a delay, right? So if you do have a lower balance, um, it might be worth just checking before the indexation amount, do a bit of a hot shoe shuffle. And um, if you want to clear that, and then you might get a bit more of a tax return because you withheld. I mean, chat with your accountant um, just on that. But I don't want to get into the weeds of that technicality. I just want to say what happens is once you do your tax return, right, what they work out is this is all your income that has come in throughout the year. Your employer has withheld the normal amount of tax that a taxpayer would withhold. And then they've also withheld a percentage of your pay based on what they've paid you because you're over that threshold to make a help debt repayment. But you may have had a side hustle at the time and earned $20,000 worth of income, which your employer didn't know about and it's not their job to know about it. So technically, that $20,000 gets added to your income for the purposes of what your repayment rate is, right? So this is why people who may have got a, a, a pay rise during the year or at the last bit of the year or something weird happens, you might get a bit of help repayment shock when you do your tax return if you've had a bit of a slight situation change. And it's just to be aware of. So I like to talk about the funnel at the end of the financial year. Your tax return is the funnel. All income sources go into this funnel. Through the neck of the funnel, it all goes down and then there's a checkpoint. Out of all this income, you need to pay X amount of tax. Well, the employer withheld some tax. You haven't withheld some tax from your side hustle, so we need to add that to your tax that you owe. And then next it goes total income. Well, we've got a help loan. So, yes, the employer did withhold some help debt repayment compulsory from their income, but because the $20,000 side hustle income, it does mean that we're short. So, as the funnel goes down, total income, less tax on total income, less total help debt repayment percentage based on total income, take those away equals your net income. So, once the ATO does that summary, because you might think, oh, my employees withheld $5,000 this year for my help repayment. Awesome. Then what might happen over the other side? Well, no, based on your income, you have to withhold $5,000 for your HEXA help repayment. So that's why it kind of all gets done at the end of the year when you do your tax return. Then the ATO will take that extra tax from withheld from your help debt withholding for compulsory or whatever that is, it's tongue twister, all this stuff, and then apply that to your debt. Now, that does mean there is a lag with the assessment rate for indexation as opposed to what you've paid throughout the year. But you just think about it, well, I got the lesser amount applied after I did my tax return last year. So, it kind of all balances out. And it really... It's not going to make much of a, a big deal year on year for people that might have larger amounts, but if you're getting at the pointy end of being close to clearing your help debt, or if you do have uh, extra income, or you've got a rental property with income, or a side hustle with income, that stuff's all treated as income. 
Likewise, if you salary sacrifice to superannuation, your employer might carve off an amount sent to your super fund. They're not taxing you on that amount. So that's why at the end of the year, tax time, it's the big funnel. Everything goes in, less tax, less what we've already withheld, less help debt repayment, threshold repayment. Oh, there we go. There's some deductions there. Okay, then we just spit out you've, your accounts over $200. There's your $200 tax return. Or, well, based on this side hustle income and your help repayment, you owe us $300. That's where you get a tax bill. So, it's more of an issue if you do have extra income throughout the year or if you are nearing the end of your repayment. So, that's kind of just a big uh, verbal dump of what's going on. And you might, look, and we'll put another link in the show note. There's a, a really good ATO website, and Rachel, I'll send you the link. Um, it's the Study Assist or something website, and it just spells it out in everyday language. And if in doubt, when you do your tax return with your accountant, get them to explain to you how it all works uh, to your situation. So the question is do we pay extra on our help debt given the index increase? My philosophy with a lot of this stuff is you probably didn't know it was a crazy index increase if it wasn't for the media saying inflation's through the roof and it was a big thing. Like most people wouldn't even know. Like it's only because it's a big difference of last year that it's like, oh, it's a shock. But you didn't know the rate last year or the year before. So why are you all of a sudden worried? And it's, I guess, if anything out of this, it is good that it has sparked your attention you're not just on autopilot with your finances. Yes, you might not pay extra, but you're conscious to know that, well, if I am earning $60,000 a year, my employer will withhold 3% of my salary or $1,800. If my help debt was $35,000, yes, it's going to index $1,365. I know that means that my debt has been paid down $435 that year. So, a lot of the times, your debt isn't going backwards. It's just a very slow burn uh, to pay it off. So, should we pay extra given that there's an increase? And probably not because if you're a young millennial listening to this, if you're an older millennial listening to this, if you're a Gen Z, if you're a Gen Alpha, if you're a boomer, if you're a wartime generation, whatever your insert age generation name here, you've probably got other financial goals. Should you pay some extra on your help debt before the 1st of June? Well, you can if you want, but do the numbers and make a judgment call balanced with other financial goals in your life because there's never any great harm in paying off debt in your life. And in fact, I was actually thinking this because to me, this almost fits in line with should I pay extra into superannuation? And I'm reading page 286 of the book, Sort Your Money Out and Get Invested. And it's a great book if you want to get it. I hear the author's a real piece of work, but uh, it's a good book. And thank you for those who have, uh, who have done this. So, the question in the book is, when should I add more money to my superannuation? Let's change that because I like to ask the question, when wouldn't be a good time to contribute significant money to superannuation? 
in addition to the 10% employer superannuation guarantee. So when wouldn't it be a good time to pay extra as a voluntary payment on your help debt when you're trying to get out of consumer debt? So if you've got consumer debt, credit cards, afterpay, personal loans, your flight center, interest-free, your boat loan, your bike loan, your all that stuff, consumer debt, credit cards, you're not paying extra into your help debt if you have consumer debt. If you've got a goal of saving for your first home to live in, you know, you might just go, Let, let's just punch that goal and I'll swing back at, around at that in terms of a little bit of strategy. If you have a goal and you've already got a mortgage and you've got a parental guarantee and you've got a goal of paying extra into the mortgage to remove the parental guarantee, you're not going to worry about paying extra on your help debt. This is a good one for a lot of people. If you're starting your career and are on a lower income, you might choose to establish your life first. So instead of going, oh, I've just got my first job, I've over the compulsory threshold, works withholding some money for my help debt, I'm going to put an extra $100 a week onto my help debt. I mean, you can, but if you're just starting your career and you are on a lower income, you might choose just to establish your life first. If you want to start a business and you need additional cash flow to save for this. So, you know, we're not worrying about extra money into super. We're not worrying about extra money into our help debt. Or simply you have other financial goals that you need to meet and you can't allocate this money onto your help debt because you've, you, you want to do that IVF thing. You want to save and buy a caravan and do the lap around Australia. I don't know, whatever your financial goals are. And this is why I say you need to just know how all this stuff works so you can balance it out. So I did talk about, you know, when wouldn't it be a good time? Let's talk about now when it might be a good time to pay back your help debt early. So I I generally say like, if you've got a smaller amount left and you've got the cash to do it, and you're in the process of applying for a mortgage, it might be, and work in, you know, in concert with your mortgage broker, it might be strategically better for you to just wipe that last bit of help debt. If there's $5,000 in there, if there's 10 and you, you've saved $80,000 for your loan, it, it might just work out better because whether you've got $10,000 of help debt or $100,000 of help debt, the same amounts leaving your pay, which is impacting on your serviceability for a mortgage. So you might just get rid of it for housekeeping and strategy. And then finally, like when would be a good time to pay off your help debt early? All your other financial goals are met. Your lifestyle goals are met. Your debt reduction goals are met. And simply, you just want to for housekeeping. I mean, someone messaged us on the Instagram. I put that post up and They said, I just wanted to pay it off and get it out of my life. Sweet. There's no problem in doing that either. You're allowed to do that because you're informed. You know how all this stuff works and you can pay it off whenever you want. But we just need to know that in all our financial life, in all our decisions, once we know how stuff works and we choose to do something, there's a couple of things. Number one, we have to lay in the bed we make for ourselves. So don't put $10,000 into your help debt and wipe out your emergency fund and then whinge if 
you know, you bit down on a bit of food and your tooth snapped and you didn't have a spare $3,000 for emergency dental repair, right, you, you've got to own your decisions once you're informed and you hang your hat on that decision to make. And secondly, if you do decide to pay it off early and someone says, oh, why'd you do that? You say, well, because I want to shut the hell up and get away. And while you're out there, buy me a coffee and come back and give it to me and apologize for getting up in my grill. Like, you can do what you want. We just need to understand how all this stuff works. I just want to end finally. Um, there is a, a there is a slight asterisk, very very slight asterisk, on this help debt stuff. At the moment, help debt dies with you. So you know, I'm looking out into my garden now. I'm standing in my living room doing this. Nate's packing up the studio because we're moving studio. And, you know, I've got a a fictitious gardener out there and Peter the gardener, and that could be P-E-T-E-R or P-E-T-A, who knows, but this fictitious Peter has $10,000 a year left over. My gardener friend out there, uh, they've got a family, they've got a couple of kids and they got this $10,000 left over and, you know, did a big horticultural gardening degree. Now, there's a judgment call here. Peter's got $100,000 worth of help debt and Peter could smash that with the excess money that they've got in their life. But the balance that we've got to work at is competing financial goals getting things out of our life, getting things cleaned up, freeing up our cash flow and all that stuff, balanced with because the help debt dies with Peter, if Peter dug down into my sandy backyard and there was accidentally a, an electrical wire in there and you know died in my backyard all of a sudden and Peter had for the last three years put $10,000 additional onto their help debt, that money's gone. Whereas if Peter, the last three years, put that $30,000 into superannuation, paying off the mortgage, an investment account in their own name, a children's education fund, that $30,000 will flow through to the beneficiaries. You can see that there. That's just like a, a very small asterisk that you just need to know about because the debt dies with you. Is it worth paying extra down? if you do have financial dependence, if you do have family, if you're trying to, you know, build wealth and all that. Again, not the end of the world. Uh, I'm sure Peter has uh, some good life insurance because Peter went to sortyourmoneyout.com, clicked get help, got introduced to a good financial advisor and protected their family. But it's just a consideration. All right. I've got to jump in the car and get out of here, but yeah, get back to work, Nathan. (laughs) He just said, yeah, you do in the background. So, yeah, let's leave it there. The The high level things that I need you to know is the world isn't on fire. Your help debt, it's, you know, there's no urgency to all this stuff. It's just understanding. And I hope I've broken this down in a pragmatic way, in a way that just removes any fear, any anxiety. And I will actually finish. I've got friends, you've got friends, we've got friends all around the world, particularly in the United States. People 
around the world may have hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of student loan debt with a whopping 11% interest rate and that stuff staying with them for life. I mean, a lot of you have help debt under $35,000, under $40,000, under $20,000. Yeah, sure, there's outliers. Some people are like, oh, I got $100,000. That's fine. Would you rather your $100,000 help debt indexed at 3.9% this year or an 11% compounding interest month on month? I don't know. Call me old-fashioned, but I'm not taking the 11% (laughs) United States road, right? So, everything perspective matters. Thanks so much for listening. If you've got value out of this and you know someone in your life who wants to really understand this help debt situation, please feel free to pass this on. And if you do value what we're doing and you haven't left a review, please flick us a five stars on on Spotify or on Apple because it really just helps the team. They read all that stuff and it gives them some encouragement because this podcast, it's not just Glenn James. There's five of us who bring you this content and... Yeah, I just really want to say thank you and I'll speak to you soon. Next Tuesday on the show, we've got a tax episode. So if you haven't subscribed, hit subscribe. You'll be notified. We're just answering your questions uh, because I like to get the tax episode out before the very end of June. So you've just got a little bit of time to plan over the month of June. So thanks for listening. I'm Glenn James. I'll see you soon. Bye. We acknowledge the dark and young people, traditional custodians of the land on which our studio sits and pay respect to their elders past and present. We extend that respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples who may listen to our podcast. My Millennial Money supports A21, a charity focused on abolishing slavery and human trafficking all over the world. Check out a21.org.au for more info. If you would like some other giving options or if you're unsure about which charity you can support, head to thelifeyoucansave.org.au. This podcast is for education and entertainment purposes. Any advice is general financial advice only, which does not take into account your objectives, financial situation, or needs. Because of that, you should consider if the advice is appropriate to you and your needs before acting on the information. If you do choose to buy a financial product, read the product disclosure statement and obtain appropriate financial advice tailored to your needs. Simo Interactive, Proprietary Limited, the publisher of the podcast, is an authorized representative of Money Sherpa, Proprietary Limited, which holds financial services license 451289. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.